Welcome to SV Pod. This is history. Rockhold, this is the first this is the first road show, isn't it? This is this is your first remote. How's it going? Not well. Not well. Mike Mike issues. Uh, I'm in a cabin. I feel like it's very echoey. Um, we stand no Stanford Steve. Like I'm solo. It's just, I mean I'm not solo. I got you. Yes, uh, Steve's got uh, three girls. So uh, more important things being uh, taken care of right now. Yeah, and we want no part of that. We want no part of him going. Why are you crying? I can only imagine if he tried to just let them handle each other and try to tape a podcast, his, his wife might kill him. So yeah, I mean, because I mean, like Paw Patrol, it only works for so long. You know, one of the iPads will die, and then bingo all breaks loose. How do you know that? How how did how does single rock hold without I've, kids know? The got- worst the worst part of any afternoon is when Charlie comes running to me with the iPad going, Sam's iPad is dead. And I, and in that moment, all I think is why the f- don't we charge the iPads every single night? We know we're going to have iPad time. They have to be a hundred percent juiced. Why, why isn't that the mo- like on the list of most important things, any parent with small children does right underneath keeping them alive is keeping the iPads alive. And if they're not alive, then you got Charlie. And now he's livid because he doesn't want, he wants Sam's iPad, not his iPad. So anyway, no Stanford Steve, because he's got the girls. Shout out to the, shout out to the Coughlin girls. Shout out to Stanford Steve. Uh, But we are on the road and we are here in Kiowa at the Ocean Course PGA Championship week. And let me tell you, let me tell you about this golf course. Walked it today. Um, it's really, really difficult. If the wind is going to blow like it did today, I went on the No Laying Up uh, podcast. Uh, big fans of those guys. They do an excellent job. And there was a question that they had. I don't know if it made the podcast or not, but there was a question, I guess, from one of their emailers asked, like winning score 10 under. And I'm just telling you, if it's anything like today, I don't believe 10 under exists on this golf course. Having said that, the wind is the great equalizer out here. It's the great sort of defense that the golf course has got. And it might not blow like this. Uh, The thought is that it will change directions throughout the week. Um, But on this particular Tuesday, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, the closing stretch of holes, are all dead into the wind. And they are like the, the 14th of par three. It's like 240. Good luck with that. It's like a 608 yard hole. The 18th, 500 and something. And you're dead into the teeth, like dead into the teeth. Now it could turn around on Sunday and be at your back. That's fine. But then the nine holes you played downwind today are the holes that'll be into the teeth there. But I'll be honest, I'd much rather much rather play 14 through 18 downwind Sunday than into the wind. Because as Justin Thomas told me, there is not a lead you could possibly have that you would feel comfortable with playing those holes because you could make a big number on any one of those holes. Uh, I mentioned Justin Thomas, the top players in the world on this Tuesday, as we talk first ever road show, SV Pod. No big deal. Just in a trailer, dusty compound. 
I wish you guys could just, see it. Do they have uh, beverages in the media center there, like Augusta? Because that's what I would, you know, that's my uh, area of expertise. Now, when you say beverages, what you need to know about Rockhold is when I recorded with Marty on the Four Please Now Driving podcast, Rockhold's just slamming beers, just just crushing beers. He's like the guy you see, one of the one of the people you see leaving the grounds with like eight beer cups, in a, and he's just he's like 12 cold beers into but, his day. That's not as, true. As I told Marty, though, the ones in the media center, they're like eight ounces, so they don't really ca- count. Right, and you're from Columbus. You're an Ohio State fan. So like an eight-ounce beer, is it, that doesn't even – I mean, what is that even? You need like 14 of those to just get yourself back to square one. I think your tweet, though, this afternoon for people that aren't big golf people fully explains what the golf course is like. You said walking it now, yep, there's some rough, sticky, interesting consistency, thick as Marty Smith's hair. That's what it looks like. And I guess, again, uh, the no laying up guys, apparently a couple of weeks ago, there, there wasn't rough and now there is rough. And there's in, in this super inside the beltway golf circles, there's some concern maybe about like whether that makes sense to have that rough. Uh, I don't know whether they should or they shouldn't. I just know that they do. Um, and it's, it's again, like it's a, it's a strange consistency like it's not like grass in your yard that feels like kind of soft underfoot and bends like it's it feels i don't know it's sticky it's hard to explain it but it's like marty smith's hair like dense volume by the way marty smith's hair today god it's magnificent and it just it's i stare at it and granted i mean as we know like i i'm bald every now and then people will tell me that hey baldy like no sh- like you think I don't? I I I have mirrors. I understand. Like, I mean, but, I, but that's like not an insult. I get it. That's like saying you're tall. I I know that I'm tall. You've been embracing the baldness for a while. It's not like for years I'm bald. It. But yeah, but when I look at Marty Smith's hair, I'm like, man, that'd be so much fun to wake up every day and put some Dapper Dan in there, uh, some pomade, just some product. And you would let me tell you what you would need to put some some like uh cab like uh cabin. What's it called? Cabin John, is that the name of the syrup? What am I doing? Cabin what's, John? What's the name of the syrup? Come on. I'm going to Google it right now. Is there, a syrup, is there a syrup called Cabin John? Cabin John syrup. If I'm making this up. There's a log cabin. Log cabin. Jesus Christ. Cabin John. Cabin John is where I live in Maryland. What's wrong? Like. Log cabin. You know this is. Um, you know what's happening, uh, America. You're you're watching your you're watching your favorite guy just become old and feeble right in front of you. Cabin John. I just referenced. I just referenced a very specific area. Montgomery County. Of Montgomery Maryland. County, where I live, and I made Cabin John the syrup. It is it is decidedly not a syrup. Log cabin is and. And Marty looks like he puts log cabin syrup in his hair, and he better because if the wind's gonna blow, like it's even gonna move Marty's hair. No, see uh, his hair will. That'll be the that'll be the true test, I think, you to let people know if it's windy. If his hair is moving, it is bad out. It is, and today it would have been flapping because it was kicking in the wind. I know uh, John McGinnis, who's going to be part of our coverage, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, mentioned being with Sergio Garcia today and walking about nine holes and saying that Sergio commented that, look, if it's going to blow like this, like plus, plus wins. So I think there's a, there's a natural tendency to overreact on a Tuesday to the conditions that you see and think, wow, man, if it's like this, well, I mean, Thursday's a long way off and Sunday's further off than that. So the thing about a major is that 
you know, each round is, is paid attention to in much closer detail than, than a regular PGA Tour event. And it's like a four-act play. And so things change drastically. And also with the Thursday-Friday bit, you get the opportunity with the draw to find out someone that goes out. Say the, wind's dry, say the wind dies on a, Friday, on a Thursday afternoon. You go out late Thursday, shoot a decent score, go out first thing in the morning Friday. You get a chance to go late early post a number, sit back, and maybe the wind starts blowing Friday afternoon, and half the field can get screwed in a major just because of the draw. Once you get to the weekend, then it's a very different deal because all of the very best players, at least all the best scores, rather, are going out packed together at the back end of the, uh, of the, of the uh, start times. But just, again, on a Tuesday, uh, on a day like this where it blew the way it did, it makes you think that that big numbers um, and high scores are very, very possible. Um, the caveat being, if the wind dies, it's very, very different. Now, it's one thing for me to paraphrase what JT told me about the stretch or, or tell you that it's difficult. But the best players in the world uh, were talking on this Tuesday, including Rory, who has uh, got a win since the last major championship and won going away the last time we were here here's some of the thoughts of the challenge and the difficulty here at kiowa this week for the pga championship on the ocean course it's a really tough test especially when the wind's blowing like this those last few holes out there um are brutal and uh it's going to be a it's going to be a great test and um but yeah look i've maybe got some better memories and better vibes here than, than most of the other guys do and um that's obviously nice but I'm not sure it's going to enable me to, to play any better, but um, you know it is it is nice to be back. Here's what Justin Thomas had to say. It's so difficult about this place, and I'm very very happy and also fortunate that I came Sunday morning to play because it's uh, it was a totally opposite win than it's been the last two days. So I was able to, I played 18 on Sunday and then played nine the last two days. So I've I've seen the golf course in two completely opposite wins. So that I think um, that's definitely helpful for me who didn't play in 2012, but. At the end of the day, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, when you're this close to the water, you can get it when it just really flips, uh, you know, at the drop of a hat. So you could play a group of holes into the wind, and then it could switch, and you could play the next set of holes into the wind. But it really just um, – it could be one of those weeks where you could get a late, early, early, late draw where it could one could be great, one could, one could be uh, a lot worse. But at the end of the day, you definitely are going to have to strike your ball solid and consistently to be able to control the flight and the distance – to at least uh, keep it on the golf course at some times, but uh, be able to hit fairways and greens. And now some thoughts from Jordan Spieth. You kind of got to get some good lines off the tees. The, the areas to hit them aren't extremely narrow, but controlling your tee shots in the wind with some kind of some awkward looking tee shots, like hitting kind of towards a tree when the fairway looks like it's somewhere else. Um, so that's that's kind of the gist of what I've heard off the tee. And then a lot of it being a second shot golf course, having to really control your distances from 160 to 220 um, in the wind and being able to, you know, hit as many greens as possible with this past Palum. Um, I think getting onto those greens and regulation is going to be very important this week um, in inevitably um, windy conditions being on the water. Brooks Kepka, a two-time PGA champion, feeling better after his knee surgery, which limited him pretty drastically in the Masters. Here's his thoughts on Kiowa. A lot of options off the tee where – uh, maybe driver isn't exactly the play, um, but if you can fit it up there um, and not kind of put it in the rough, it's it's a big advantage. Um, 
you're going to miss quite a few greens, especially if this wind's blowing. Um, and you could leave yourself some difficult chips around the green, so you got to be real tidy around there. But I really like this golf course. I think it sets up really well for me, and I'm um, excited. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Had a chance to visit with Tony Finau on the range Monday afternoon. Mostly we talked about the NBA playoffs. He's a massive hoop fan and uh, talking about his number one seeded uh, Utah Jazz. But he mentioned something that I found interesting that could help the scoring. And that's that these greens he believes are the best he's seen all year on the PGA Tour. And his thought was that you'll see a ton of makes inside of 10 feet. Now, that might be for par because these elevated greens, you're going to see a ton of that. Uh, the, the, the greens are elevated. You're going to have to be really, really good with your short game, uh, which is why I picked Patrick Reed this week. I think he can, he can trust his short game, and I, you're going to have to. I was able to walk a couple of holes with Patrick Reed this afternoon, and you know, he mentioned like you, that's going to be something that every player will absolutely uh, have to trust all week long is, is short game because these greens are, are like Pinehurst. People will talk about how it looks like a, oh, it's like a Lynx course. No, it's not. It, it looks like a seaside links aesthetically, but a links golf course affords you the opportunity to run golf balls in. You can play it low, play it short, and let it run up 30, 40 yards. You can't do that here. Greens are all elevated like Pinehurst. So it might look like a, uh, a links course because it's seaside and there's some elements of it aesthetically that, that look that way, but in no way does it play like that. Um, but Finau, again, mentioned that inside 10 feet, he thinks you're going to see players make a ton of putts because the greens are so, so good. Who are some players that that, that that's, fits their game and can excel then with this, this course? I really don't know. Because, I, I mean, when I say I don't know, I don't normally, normally the style of course will eliminate a lot of players. In other words, there's a certain type of player that you might trust. I would think this week that I think you don't like Reed's not one of the longer guys, but I think that his short game's so good that that will help him. Uh, conversely, if you bomb it, well, sure, that's going to help you considerably um, on holes where you say you're into the wind. But wind only magnifies like if you're the slightest right to left into the into the teeth of a wind suddenly becomes a hard hook. So. It can almost be not a detriment. Length is never a detriment, but but it's severely mitigated um, when you're hitting into the wind. And when you're hitting downwind, the problem is you can't stop balls. So that's why I think short game people, uh, short game people, players with really good short games uh, are 
our people that I trust this week. I was, we walked a bunch with Paul Casey who hit it beautifully when we played together, which is always funny. Anytime you walk a practice around, you see a guy like Paul Casey played excellent. When we were with him and I'm like, Ooh, Casey might be, might be a nice little guy to put in your pools, this put in your pools this week. But he mentioned Leishman um, who played pretty well last week at the event, uh, the Byron Nelson uh, and has played well in major championships. Um, I, I walked, I saw Victor Hovland uh, walked a few holes with him. Uh, this is an incredibly talented young guy who just is fearless, makes a ton of birdies, hits it a mile, uh, and is you know he's he's like 24 years old. It's a, it's a joke how talented these young guys are. Um, I would think Morikawa, who won last year, uh, could play well here. I mean, there's 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 a I don't I just don't feel like anyone truly feels eliminated to me just based on the course, which I think makes it uh, as interesting as any as any type of major you could have, where it feels wide open and we are from seven bells on espn plus until it's done on espn regular shout out kenny main we love you we'll miss you um we're on like all day doing golf and so yeah, i was gonna say from seven to one seven a.m to one p espn plus across the board correct and then it turns over to espn both days i mean these next couple of days thursday friday for golf people like get your stuff done tonight and tomorrow and uh, no, no, if you can worry. you know don't just just watch golf you'll be fine you can do it later you can do it next week like whatever you got to do the tps reports you can turn the tps reports in next week it'll be fine depending on where you like to throw your money leishman you get 60 to one there you go like that leishman worth a flyer patrick reed again it's it's all the people i walked with i convinced myself are going to win happens every single time and I'm, I think it's a good omen that I saw Patrick Reed after I said I liked Patrick Reed. So that's, that's to me, that's a good omen. Here's a name I'm interested in. What do you think of Will Zalatoris? Obviously, you know, the big story coming off of Gusta, but now coming okay. into this. All right. Everyone loves Will Zalatoris. How can you not? All right. Um, for those that don't know, a year ago, he's playing on the Corn Ferry Tour, which in my life has been the, the, Nike, the Nike tour, the Hogan tour, the web.com tour, the buy.com, the it's been other things and I'm forgetting them nationwide tour. It's this, it's the triple a version of the PGA tour. And a year ago, that's where he was. Then he played Wingfoot, finished sixth, played Augusta, finished second. And now like, okay. I, I he plays almost only good golf. If I say fade him, I'm not saying that I don't think he's good. I'm saying I don't think you're going to be in the top 10 every single time you play a major. It's just way too hard to do that. So, I mean, I, I don't know who didn't enjoy watching him uh, at Augusta just because this story is so, um, you can latch onto a story like that. And be like, look at this guy, he weighs 110 pounds. Yeah, people and, and don't realize how hard it is to win on the tour. For sure. To get, to get in the top 10 i mean it's not it's so hard to win on any tour because he now has one win one and it wasn't a full field like he's top 15 in the world and everyone knows he's awesome and he makes a pile of money but it's hard to win and and these like i uh, there's a how do i frame this i don't want the person to get in trouble let's just say i saw a person here who want who would wanted to know who's going to win and I said, well, you know, and he's like, well, we're going to have a bet. And I'm like, okay, not me and him. Just, he said, well, this group of people we're going to bet. And, and he was, I said, do you understand? Like in the Super Bowl, there were two teams and, and I, I like Tampa and I got that right. 
and and I liked Baylor in the in the NCAA championship game, and I, and I got that right. There were two teams, like there are 150 some odd people in this. I don't even like what's the number. I always get it confused. Each major is a little different, but whatever the number is, I'm supposed to tell you the one guy on Tuesday who's going to win Sunday. Like if I knew you can't that, can't even predict who's going to win the Super Bowl at the start of the year, and that's 32. Thank you. So it, it's uh, 156 golf. There you go. So I said, so it was a hundred. So, okay. So just now granted, there's a bunch of club pros. They're not winning and you can, you can eliminate, so you can eliminate all but 50. Well, still there's 50 people that, and by the way, 25 or 30 of the guys you just eliminated could absolutely be the first round leader or the halfway leader. Mike Tarico's term uh, coined the term leaderboard gravity, which is a perfect description. You know, you could put your name up there on a Thursday, but man, 18 holes is that's one, that's one quarter of basketball, you know, or one quarter of football. I mean, at the half, where are you? I mean, by the time Sunday comes around and again, to, to, to Justin Thomas's point, man, you, you got a two, one shot lead, two shot lead. When you get to the 14th, if it's blowing 20 into your face, good luck, man. Good luck. It's, it's this is a, such a fun golf course. Um, because of what we're what I'm describing that I don't think it eliminates many players and because the elements uh, could play a significant role uh, in, in, in altering who wins. And if not, if, if not changing who wins, but magnifying the, the, the ask and, and the task that the, the winner is going to have to, to sort of navigate, like it's, uh, it's gonna be a lot. Uh, and, and look, when Rory won here in 11, 12, um, you know, he, he ran away from the field. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, I'd be, I'd say this, I'd be, I'd be surprised if that happened uh, this year. I'd be very surprised if that happened. So uh, from a, from a viewing perspective is, is uh, Rockwell was telling you earlier, uh, we got you from plus through ESPN regular, basically all day long featured uh, groups. I mean, the whole bit and there's the some whole bit. heavyweight groups too, that I'm looking forward to watching. So it'll, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun couple days. I think so. Um, I mean, you've you got, you've got uh, the major champs together, more Kawadi, Shambo, Matsuyama. You got Rory, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka. Uh, you got Rom Fleetwood and Patrick Reed. You got Shoffley, Hovland and Westwood. You got, I mean, I could keep going here. I'm just going to, all I'm doing is reading names, but there's just, there's in, in all directions there, uh, there are big swingers. Uh, it's a, it's a big boy course. It could be, it's got it. It has the length to be the longest major championship golf course ever, ever played nearly 7,900 yards. I don't know that they'll play all of that every day. I don't think they can. Um, it's like into this kind of window it would be preposterous. You'd never finish. Um, but they do have the ability to stretch out certain holes and play them, play, you know, all the way back. It's nearly 7,900. Uh, I think, I think they'll do a good job. The PGA of America always does in a, in setup. Um, so they've got a hell of a, uh, of a canvas to work with. And, um, and so do we, and so we've got, we've got a great group. We got all the folks here, um, ready to, uh, to cover it from start to finish. And, um, we look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday morning. I will be in the chair at seven bells. Let's just, just, just know this earliest wake up call of the year. I was just going to say, how, how are you going to, you're not used to waking up that early. No, no, no. It's, it's grim. It's grim. Um, it's the kind of deal where you wake up and you've, you've got, you've got, uh, you got like 
quiet storm DJ voice. Like I got, How do you get to I got bed, like, though? cause you're not my, used to going to bed early. Yeah. But see these, the, and it's going to be really difficult this week because you got caps Bruins on Wednesday night. Um, you got, you got playoffs that are going on, which caps Bruins. I got Sean McDonough here. I got to walk in and have McDonough bend in my ear about the goal. They scored late for us overtime. Like I'm interested in that. Hey, McDonough, go f- yourself. How about that? Don't beep it. Let it play. Play the drop kicks. Um, so, so I got Rosillo. We're still. I got. I got McDonough here heckling me about both the Celtics and the Wizards and the Caps and the Bruins. So I've got nighttime playoff sports. Then I got early wake up call, and I'm a night owl to begin with. So like, and and on the way out. Uh, uh, here's what I hate this week: getting up early. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I the fit here's what I hate. I don't I don't hate getting up early, but if you're a if you're a night owl who doesn't go to bed early, and you know you have to get up early, what I hate is my when my brain kicks into sleep math. And I do the, if I fall asleep right now, I get four and a half hours of sleep. Well, the minute that you, that you, you took, you turn your brain on to sleep math. Well, now add a half an hour. Now it's a half an hour later. And now it's like, okay. Cause you probably get on Twitter or something stupid. And um, TikTok fan, aren't you? I, I don't, I don't know what that is. Just people dancing. I don't I'm just, it's, I'm glad I'm too old to understand what TikTok is. Uh, but you, you, what I hate is when you do the sleep math and then you you have the worst sleep you'll ever have because the entire time you're asleep, your brain is never completely off because you're going to you're going to think I'm not going to wake up and I'm going to convince myself that it's going to be I'm going to wake up in my bed and it's going to be 825 and you know, I'm going to be like 10 missed oh calls my, from McQuaid oh, and oh my God. Else. Yes. McQuaid's called. They're banging on the door. Like Van Pelt, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh man, I, I just I, I could. It was four. I couldn't fall asleep. I, I took a, I took a Zanny. <laughs> Is that legal? At ten melatonins. Mal, yeah, mel, melatonins are. I, that's it. There's but some gummies. Mel, no, no, I got the, I got the, I got. You can buy melatonin. That's good. Mel, yeah, melatonin, maybe like, like in a, it's a chewy gummy that I have. Maybe I'll just take a bunch of melatonin. <laughs> And don't and take a bunch, please. A bunch, and I'll and drink a bunch of whiskey, and just and be like a deep, deep slumber. Does that sound like the way to get ready for the first round of the PGA Championship? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the call the next morning would be amazing. Yeah, Hopefully. right. See what I've happens. got. I've got whiskey voice, and I'm like slurring because I've still got seventy grams of melatonin in my body. Sounds like sounds like you're at the log cabin last night. No, I'm good. I'm good. We're, we'll, 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 we'll get whatever sleep we get. We'll be bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like for the morning, we'll come out like a rocket ship. We'll be going like by the middle of the afternoon where when we pass out, like nice ocean breezes are blowing. Come on to ESPN prime time. Yeah, come on ESPN regular. Like, man, Van Pelt seems like he's really lacking energy. That's probably the massive amount of melatonin it's, he took last night. And that hangover that would kill a horse. Uh, never, none of that. We're just let's go, Caps. Rock the red. Um, shout out to Stanford Steve and the girls. Shout out to the Log Cabin. Uh, 
fine syrup and cabin john, and john. where where we kind of live and um that's what we got we look forward to seeing you all on the uh, on the tv and uh, enjoy the pga championship enjoy your week and uh we'll see you back next week hopefully with stanford steve alongside and uh, back for a week well actually not a week of sports center i'll be on for some you don't care no one's listening i just need to say goodbye we're going to work on that in 2022 i'm going to work on my goodbyes rockhold 21's too we're too it's too far down the road it's already may pot committed here yeah 21 22 that's when i'm just gonna be like okay goodbye and then i'll be it uh pod's over <laughs>